0: and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this Christmas season. We thank you that we are celebrating the birth of your son into this world. We thank you for sending him for us. We pray that we would be blessed this Christmas season knowing that we can have hope in you, that we can have peace with you. Bless our time now, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. The story of Jesus does not begin with once upon a time. Rather, the story of Jesus begins in a real place and time in history. And as we see in verse 1, it says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So we have an emperor that's named Caesar Augustus. He started his reign about 23 years before the birth of Jesus. And he became what would be known as the first emperor of Rome. When he took the throne, it was the beginning of what historians of Rome and other historians would later refer to you as the Pax Romana, the Roman peace. What was the Roman peace? It was a state of comparative tranquility throughout the Mediterranean world, starting with Augustus, going all the way through the reign of Marcus Aurelius. It was brought about by the Roman Empire, it lasted roughly. 200 years, and it wasn't just in Rome, but it, it was extensive. It went from Rome all the way as far as North Africa and even to Persia. Well, how did it work? Well, we see glimpses of it if you've read the Gospels before. The empire protected and governed individual provinces, permitting each to make and administer its own laws, while at the same time those provinces accepted Roman taxation, military control. That's why when you read the Gospels, we see Roman soldiers are brought in, questions of taxation are discussed. But so vast was this decree of Augustus, and and so vast was the Roman Empire at this time, that again in verse 1, it can say a decree went out, and where did it go? To all the world. All the known world. That was the reach of the Roman Empire at the time. And so the world was united as never before. But was it united? Was there peace? I mean, maybe. From Rome's point of view, there was peace. But how was it accomplished? Peace through the sword. Peace through conquering. Peace through relentless attack that brought enemies into subjugation. This type of peace has limitations. And this Roman peace lasted 200 years. But here's the thing. What is 200 years compared to eternity? And what kind of peace was it? It was peace between men. I mean, that's good. Peace between men. But we need something more than peace with men. We can have peace amongst ourselves but we need something more than that we need peace with god peace with god is something that no government including rome can accomplish or offer and this is what the angels announced to the shepherds it's a new peace it's a real peace it's a true peace the jews they were familiar with the roman peace and to them guess what it wasn't very peaceful. But now God was offering them a peace not from men, but from God himself. This is what the angels announce in verse 14. It says in verse 13, there is an angel and among with him a multitude of the heavenly hosts. And this is what they announce in verse 14. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. This was God's peace to men. This is completely different to man's peace offered to other men. Why was this peace from God needed? Because God's communion with mankind had been broken not just for hundreds of years but for thousands of years and God promised from the beginning, he promised to Adam and Eve when it was first broken that he would come and fix it. And this is God himself coming to fix the problem. Listen, God has a way of taking the broken and mending it. He has a way of taking the broken and healing it. And he takes our brokenness and offers us healing. Here's what it says in Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God. But here's the important part, because that verse goes on. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then it goes on. Through whom we have also obtained access by faith into this grace. So how is that accomplished? It says we have obtained access to it by faith. So by faith, we access God's grace. It says by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Think about how Rome accomplished its peace. I mean, many different ways. Rome was the great empire of the day. It boasted in its strength. It boasted in its many advances. And it advanced in all areas of civilization. All sorts of advancements. Yet all those accomplishments paled in comparison to what a baby in Bethlehem accomplished. Think about it for a moment. Rome built roads. A teenage Jewish girl had a baby. Rome strengthened its army. The girl and her husband had to flee to Egypt to protect the baby. Rome worked on social reform. The baby grew into a child and continued growing in wisdom and stature. Rome worked on economic growth. The child grew into a man. Rome laid down a system of ethics. The man laid down his life. Rome raised many great leaders. The man was raised from the dead. Rome had its idols. God came in the flesh. Emmanuel, God with us, the incarnation. Rome conquered nations. God conquered hearts. I want to encourage all of us this Christmas season for each one of us to make sure that we have made peace with God because he offers his peace freely. And we just read in Romans how that comes to us. It comes to us through trusting through faith, in Christ and what he did. Because this baby, as I just went through, he he was born, he came into this world, he lived the perfect life, and then he laid down his life for us. Yes, it's it's a historical point in history that we can look back to, but this historical event has implications not just for that time period, but for all time periods. It has implications not just for some people, but for all people. So God offers to make what was messed up thousands of years ago, he offers to make it right with each one of us. One, an encouragement. If you are a believer, maybe you're at a place where where you know you need to get right with the Lord, I'd encourage you to do that. You already have peace with God. That happens when you first believe. But maybe your sense of fellowship with him has been broken. Well, the perfect season to do that and make things right again, a Christmas season is is a good time. So I'd encourage you to do that. But maybe you've never trusted in Christ. I'd encourage you to trust in the one who loves you, who laid down his life for you, and who cares for you. You will not be disappointed. You will be forgiven of your sins, and you will receive his righteousness and your name will be written in the book of life, and you will have a place in heaven. Your broken relationship with God will be made right for the first time. And trust me, having a relationship with the creator of the universe is an amazing thing. It truly is beautiful, and for the creator of the universe to offer that to his creation, to those that he's made in his own image, is a beautiful thing. He offers to make what is broken right again. So I encourage you, if you haven't trusted in him, come and trust in the one who sent his son for you. He wants to be at peace with you. He offers to be at peace. I encourage you to receive that peace. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you just as the angels announced the peace that was arriving, just as you promised Adam and Eve that one would come to deliver them and deliver us from our sins, you sent your son Jesus into this world to redeem a people for his own. It's the story that starts in Genesis and weaves its way through the entire Bible. Father, I pray for those here. I pray for those that, that maybe need to get right with you. They're believers, but they're not where they need to be. I pray right now, God, they'd repent and get right with you. And Father, I pray for those that haven't trusted in you, that they would trust in you now for the first time, yeah. that you would give them the gift of salvation, that you would fill them with your spirit, and that they would know what it's like to have True peace. Peace with the living God. Grant that to them now, Father. Thank you for the gift of eternal life that you offer to each person here. May each one of us take that through your son, Jesus. Amen.